Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Let's go to the phone lines. We're going to bring in Tennessee pitcher Drew Beam, the winning pitcher for today. And, uh, Drew, you had a really good outing. What was working well for you today? Yeah, hey, how's it going? We uh, we came in with a game plan to throw a lot of strikes, and uh, that's kind of what we went with. And just, yeah, utilized throwing strikes on all our pitches, and it worked for us today. Hey, Drew, it's Chris. Chris Slow, Austin Price. Thanks for joining us tonight. As you guys get ready to fly back east, uh, you know, you, you put together – a series like this early to sort of find out a lot about your baseball team. You go a long ways to play. You play in different parks, different teams. What do you feel like as a team now as you guys are three games in? I know you want to win all the games. What do you think you guys found out most about your baseball team? Yeah, you find out early whenever you play teams like that. And then if you do lose, you find out how it feels to lose and find the taste of that. And you don't really like the taste of that at all. So um, you learn early how to deal with losses and how to – you know, take good things out of losses and build on them to the next game. And uh, that's going to be a big thing going through the season is just uh, learning and knowing that feeling of how it feels to lose and not wanting that and just to keep competing the next day. Drew, when you you, you go into today's game, and I know it's easy to feel pressure when you're 0-2 out of the gate and you're preseason ranked second. How did you try to remain grounded in your own personal game and not get, get caught thinking about, man, I've got to get a win for the team and just kind of go out and just pitch? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for the most part, that's not even going through my head. It's basically go out there and be who I am and pitch the way I am, uh, the way I you know know how to pitch. And kind of nothing really changed whether we won the first two games or not. It was just another ball game that we get to play. It's a long game or a long season with a lot of games to play. So uh, kind of take every game the same, uh, one at a time, and that's how we looked at it today. We're talking with Drew Beam today who gets Tennessee the win after two losses out in Arizona. Drew and his staff, the staff shutting out UC San Diego seven to nothing. Drew, you know you guys as a program last year, historic numbers. You know I know it's it was tough not getting to the World Series, but the program sort of got used to having that bright orange X on it. You guys sort of fed off that. You know you reveled in being that team that teams came after. This is an entirely new team, a lot of new players, with the exception of pitching staff. How do you think you guys as a program will adjust to that this season? Um, like you said, it's a whole new team, so there's uh, there's some getting used to and some learning to do as uh, as we have a lot of new guys out there. So we'll find our identity as we continue out through the season, and uh, I guess it'll answer itself as we get towards the end. Is it nice, Drew, as you – and you? I was going to ask you the, that next question about finding your identity. You know, you, you got teams that can hit it. With power, you got teams that play small ball. you got teams who lean on their pitching. How nice is it, though, to have an experienced staff, guys who are going to be playing the big leagues, guys who pitched on big stages, to have that type of pitching staff while you maybe try to find your identity offensively? Yeah, absolutely. It's always good to have depth and a lot of guys in the bullpen that you can trust. And uh, it honestly makes it easier for the guys who are starting is knowing that if, uh, if they don't have the best stuff that they there's – you know, five, six, seven guys behind them in the bullpen ready to go, and they're ready to 
have their back, and we got their back to get them as far as we can through the game. And yeah, it helps out with the hitters and stuff. I mean, they're we got a young team to be honest, and uh, they're going to continue to find out who they are and how how we fit in certain areas. And uh, yeah, just having a solid staff that um, has some experience is good to start off the year and especially get comfortable. You and Dolander and and, and Burns, you pitched so much a year ago. I know going into the into the season, there was a lot more depth around you. When you look at the bullpen, whether it be Halverson coming back, you know, Lindsey uh, coming back or coming in, um, how big was it to see those guys kind of you know dip their feet in the pool a little bit and, and kind of see what they can do in a in a real game situation? I know some of the hitters have not liked going against Andrew Lindsey in practice. Um, how much did you kind of – what did you see out of those two guys as they kind of, you know, started their year? Yeah, it's awesome seeing those uh, – all the, you know, electric arms we have in the bullpen and just seeing – especially Halverson, I've talked on that, is how he uh, – just seeing him come back and the way he, he responded to the injury and stuff that he's, he's gone through, the way he's just bounced back from that and not let it affect him mentally or anything like that. And he's just come back strong and the way he's thrown has been really cool to see how he's gone through all that. And, yeah, just the rest of the bullpen, they're all electric. Everybody's got something to throw on the table for us. It's just cool to see uh, and have that behind me. We're talking with Drew Beam. that gets the win today for Tennessee as the Vols take down UC San Diego out in the Phoenix area. Drew Beam, six innings pitched, three hits, didn't walk a batter, six strikeouts. Drew, as I look down the pitching stats, though, you guys used six guys today uh, pitching ten strikeouts. Uh, Zach Joyce, another one kid who did not play last year coming back from an injury but you talk about Halverson you talk about Lindsay how difficult is that and, and what's key Drew when you're coming back from an injury as a pitcher to sort of get back to where you want to get yeah when coming back you just have to you got to stay level-headed you can't you can't uh, get down on yourself if days don't go the right way um, there's always going to be something there that's going to be a setback of some kind you just have to battle through it and get through it and uh, he did a real good job getting through that um, this off season and coming back and all that. And uh, it's really exciting to see Joyce get back there, back out there and throw again. You come home for the basically like the next month, and I, and I know that's exciting for you all to be playing at the friendly confines of Lindsey Nelson. But how big was last night? I know you didn't win the game, but to get your kind of you know to kind of get the season, you know, I guess to get a little bit experience with this new team in what was a, a pretty hostile environment at, at Grand Canyon. How big is that as you will eventually go on the road about a month from now? Yeah, absolutely. It was good to go into a place with a – they had a very hostile environment. They had a lot of fans in there that uh, – and they were rowdy. And it's good to see a place like that. You know, obviously it's an advantage to us when Lindsey Nelson's rocking. But, uh, yeah, they had it going. And it's good to dip, uh, dip our toes in the water there and figure out, you know, what it looks like and what we need to prepare for next time. We're talking with Drew Beam, Tennessee pitcher. Again, Drew gets the win today. Tennessee wins seven to nothing. As you guys went out there as a team, Drew, in your mind, you know, winning the, the game is obviously most important. But what what did you have sort of at the top of your priority list, individually and team wise? You know, as you started off the season this year, it, and knowing that it's a long season, the SEC season. I'll go back to Ole Miss last year. You guys take three straight from Ole Miss. To start the SEC season, SEC season, everybody writes them off. They win the national championship. From your all's perspective, as you guys went out to the desert this weekend, what's sort of going through your mind? Um, really, the main goal was just to get out here and compete to the best of our abilities and do 
um, what we've been training for for the last few months. And it's a long year, and yeah, there's two losses thing, but we're going to learn from it, and we'll keep it going and into the rest of the season. Well, Drew, man, we know you guys are getting ready to uh, to head back this way, and, and we appreciate you spending some time. Uh, congratulations on the win today, getting in the win column, and travel safe, and we look forward to seeing you guys back in Knoxville, Lindsey Nelson Stadium, Tuesday and Wednesday against Alabama, Alabama A&M, and then Dayton the following weekend. Travel safe, Drew, and we appreciate the time, my friend. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. See you all in Knoxville. Okay. Drew Beam, just again, just a masterful performance today. Doesn't walk a batter. And I tell you what, when you throw strikes, and, and, and we saw that Tennessee's first two games, even as good as Dolander was and, um, and, and uh, Burns in game two, there were some walks early on in those games that yep. led to runs for the other teams. That was the thing that jumped out to me. And then base running. The base running was pretty bad. First game, I thought they looked shaky in the outfield defensively. I don't know if it was playing too deep. There were some plays that they probably should have made, didn't get to. That's going to come. Again, you had three new outfielders out there for the most part. It felt like they were playing too deep. I, I thought at, at times I agree that maybe the ballpark was bigger than it looked on TV, but there were some, some balls that were hit out there that you think, you know, eight out of ten times, nine out of ten times, they're going to get to. But Tennessee does get on in the win column today as they're able to take down UC San Diego in the MLB Desert Invitational. Tell you what, seeing, seeing those parks was pretty cool, too. Uh, played in three different parks. Yep. All of them, you know, not huge parks, but nice parks and the kind of parks, you know, that you know, you're going to play in bigger parks in the SEC, but I know it's good for the players to be able to get, uh, you know, get – some experience in different ballparks. We want to thank our good friends at Mortgage Investors Group. The nation is presented across the state of Tennessee each week by Mortgage Investors Group, the number one lender in the state of Tennessee. Be ahead of other buyers by getting pre-qualified before you start looking. Pre-qualification gives you bargaining power and can help you close quicker, get pre-qualified, and get moving. And don't let your lender lose your loan in outer space. Keep your mortgage on the ground with MIG. It's not rocket science. If you're feeling stuck on where to go, just go to MIG's website, MIGonline.com, to chat with a licensed loan officer. Mortgage Investors Group is committed to helping Tennesseans fulfill their dreams of home ownership. Let's take a break. Our first one here on the nation. We're at the Texas Roadhouse. We'll be back in a little bit. We're going to pay homage and remember a man that's as ingrained in Tennessee athletics as anybody as we lost the great Gus Manning, Charles A. Gus Manning, this past week. His funeral service tomorrow. We're going to talk about Gus and just about what he meant to so many at University of Tennessee and the last remaining link over there in the athletic department to General Neyland. We'll be back here in just a couple of minutes. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's What Women Binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. That's why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.